For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Before we begin the show, we want to bring you a message from our friends at MyBookie. I hope you guys feasted up on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are, we know what they are capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Especially if you're going to bet against the Pittsburgh Steelers because they look awful right now. Anyways, whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today, find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie, and when you do, use promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to $1,000. The terms are simple. You put in the $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come on in and join the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Now, on with the show. The following is a HoopBall presentation. All right, Bulls fans, we're in the win column. Bulls win 115-107 over the Washington Wizards in the fourth game of the season. Bulls are now 1-3. and three. Rejoice, Bulls fans. We have ourselves a victory. Welcome to a morning after edition of the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. My name is Greg Mraz. I am your host as always. A reminder, go check out and support our sponsors, MyBookie and Manscaped, and make sure you follow all of the shows on the HoopBall Network. We are hopeful that we're going to have a HoopBall crossover episode with Lawrence Brooks of the HoopBall Mavs podcast in the next couple of days, so keep an eye out for that. Look, the Chicago Bulls are not a good team, but they are also a team that is still trying to find out exactly who they are. And last night was an encouraging sign for a couple of reasons. Number one, Patrick Williams is clearly 
the best player on this team two years from now. He may be the second best player on this team right now, but Patrick Williams was rotating phenomenally on defense. He was a big bonus in help side defense, especially down low. He did a good job of staying active offensively, whether it be in the paint or whether it be from the outside. He scored 12 points on 5 of 10 shooting, 2 of 3 from beyond the arc. He had 2 assists, only 1 rebound, so I'd like him to be a little bit better on the glass. But Patrick Williams is the type of guy that at this point in his arc, you have to be overjoyed with the type of player that he is. Not very many 19-year-olds are as polished as he is at this point. Otto Porter Jr., I think, has found his role off the bench. Porter was good in the first half yesterday. He finished with 16 points on 4 of 10 shooting, 3 of 7 from beyond the arc, 3 boards in 29 minutes. That's your first guy that you go to off the bench. Otto Porter Jr. understands that he's a more valuable piece as a bench player than he is as a starter, especially knowing that he is not going to be a big part of the Bulls' future. More than likely, he's not a part of this future at all. But at least for this year, he is somebody that can be a key veteran piece in assisting in the development of the rest of this team. Wendell Carter Jr., for as bad as he played in the first two games of the year, has been phenomenal in each of the last two games. He records his second straight double-double, 10 points on 5 of 8 shooting. He only took one three-point shot, and he had 12 rebounds. Wendell Carter Jr. is doing his job. He had five fouls, which is concerning, but he also looks better defensively. He's playing the drives better. He was a plus 14. That's encouraging. Kobe White was better in the point guard department as well, and what I mean by that is handling the ball. He had six assists. He only had two turnovers. 18 points, six of 14 shooting, two of three, or rather two of five from beyond the arc, five rebounds. Kobe White played 37 minutes, which is a lot of minutes for him at this stage in his career. He's still below 21 in terms of his age. I think he's 20 at this point. But Billy Donovan is going to let the Kobe White at point guard experiment last for as long as he can let it last. And he was damn good last night. As was Zach Levine. Zach Levine scored 23 points. He had four steals. Not efficient shooting-wise, 6 of 15, had some nasty dunks, 8 of 9 at the free throw line, which is exactly what you want from your starting two guard, 3 of 7 from beyond the arc. Bulls were good overall from three-point range. They shot 41.7%, 15 of 36. For what this team is and what I expect out of them, anytime you're over 40% from three-point range, you've had a good night. There are decent three-point shooters on this team, but they're not the type of team that you can expect to be the most efficient three-point shooting team. So if you're at 40%, you're doing a good job. Where the Bulls were really good yesterday was in not turning the ball over. They only had four turnovers in the first half, which is why they were able to jump out to a six-point halftime lead. They had that six-point halftime lead, despite shooting only 33% from the floor in the first half. They were 43.7% for the game, so a lot better in the second half. They were great on Washington defensively. The Wizards shot 44% from the field, but they only shot 27% from beyond the arc. And this is the key to me. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. While they scored 21 and 29 points respectively, Beal was a minus 12. 
Beal was not efficient. 9 of 20 from the field, 1 of 5 from beyond the arc. Westbrook had a triple-double. 21 points, 15 rebounds, 11 assists. But he was 9 of 17, which is over 50%, but 1 of 4 from beyond the arc. He is not a good three-point shooter, but if you still limit him to 1 of 4, and you limit him and Bradley Beal to a combined 2 of 9, the most three-pointers that they had in this game were two guys— Denny Avdia, the rookie from Israel, who was 3 of 5, and he was only 3 of 6 from the field, so the only shots he made were three-point shots, and Davis Bertans, who was 3 of 9. Even though Davis Bertans scored 20 points, he was 3 of 9 from beyond the arc. Bulls did a great job at limiting Washington from three-point range, and Washington was miserable shooting in the second quarter. They missed like nine straight shots at one point, and it's pretty clear the Wizards are not a deep team. And so when the Bulls were able to get going offensively, it really put the Wizards in a situation to where they had to rely on either Westbrook or Bradley Beal, and eventually, you can key in on that defensively. So the Wizards' lack of depth sincerely helped the Bulls. And actually, Chuck Swirsky and Bill Wennington were talking about it on the radio broadcast. The Wizards really do have to stagger the minutes of Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, meaning that if one of them is off the floor, the other one has to be on the floor. Both of them cannot be off the floor at the same time. They just do not have enough backcourt talent to make up for the absence of a Beal or a Westbrook. And I definitely think that Russell Westbrook is a clear upgraded point guard at this point over John Wall. Granted, he gets paid more money than John Wall and has been a lot healthier over the course of the last few years than John Wall. So I think that it's going to work out in Washington, especially considering that Westbrook looks like he's all in and invested on this Wizards core. One thing that is concerning for the Bulls is Laurie Markkinen. He got hurt and didn't return to the game. He suffered a calf injury. Laurie Markkinen is a game-time decision for tomorrow night against the Wizards. This is the same calf that he had injured earlier on. I'm concerned about the health of Laurie Markkinen because he proved last year that he wasn't going to be able to stay healthy for a full season, and I hope that he doesn't miss any significant time this year because Laurie Markkinen was off to a very solid start to his season. He was efficient from the field, efficient from beyond the arc, and looked like a guy who was performing to earn a contract. Look, he's in a contract year. This is the math that goes with guys in contract years. They overperform their career statistics. And that's what Laurie Markkinen was doing prior to this injury. If he plays tomorrow night, that's a good sign. If he doesn't, I get worried for the near and the not-so-near-distant future. Other things of note for the Bulls, Garrett Temple is proving to be a very solid glue piece off the bench. Plus 14 for him in 29 minutes, 12 points on 4 of 10 shooting, 2 of 6 from beyond the arc. It also helped last night that the Bulls have a lot of former Wizards, Porter, Temple, Sadoransky. But I still think that the Bulls, at least right now, as constructed, are a better team than the Washington Wizards. The Wizards have two stud guards, and they really don't have that much depth. And Denny Avdia is a very raw talent. However, Patrick Williams is a pretty raw talent as well. And I think Bulls fans right now are happy that they took Patrick Williams instead of Denny Avdia. But time will tell as it does with most of these things. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, 
We'll talk about a couple of team statistics and what to look forward to in tomorrow night's matchup against the Washington Wizards. Stay tuned. You're locked into the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast on the Hoopball Network. Support for Hoopball comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. That's why the revolutionary company Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. Even if you do feel like giving a gift after Christmas is over, totally fine. No judgment. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Okay, I have alopecia, which is a hair loss disease, so I don't use a trimmer, period. But if I did use one down below, it would definitely come from Manscaped. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, which also includes all three pointers shot by Wendell Carter Jr., I'm thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package also will come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Welcome back into the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoop Ball Network. I am Greg Mraz. We are recapping the Bulls' 115-107 win last night over the Washington Wizards. A disclaimer, because of my work situation, I work in college basketball. I have to work some late nights. I'm not always going to be able to get an episode up right after the game. But if I can get an episode recorded in the morning, the morning after, I'll pump that out and get it to you as soon as humanly possible. Let's look at a couple of key team statistics. Bulls had 14 turnovers, Wizards had 21. That's critical to me. Bulls were 41.7% from beyond the arc, Wizards at 27, we already talked about that. That disparity is the difference in the game. Bulls made 15 three-point shots, Wizards made 10. That's 15 extra points. That's what that is. You divide that up statistically, that's 15 extra points. Bulls had one more made shot from the field in total. 
So the Bulls' efficiency from beyond the arc effectively won them this game. Now, the Bulls were not good from the free throw line. They were 75%. 24 of 32, Wizards were at 89%, 23 of 26. So at the line, the Bulls have got to be better. Fast break points really wasn't much of a difference. Wizards had eight, Bulls had four. Bulls had a plus eight points in the paint advantage, which is critical. This is the stat to me that means a lot and shows that the defense is improving. The Bulls allowed 76 points in the paint to the Pacers in the second game of the year. They allowed 32 to the Wizards, and had 40 of their own. They have a plus 8 points in the paint differential as opposed to minus 40 whatever it was the other night against Indiana. That's a sign of progress. Now, the Wizards don't have the same type of big that DeMontis Sabonis is, but when you have somebody like a Russell Westbrook who loves to drive to the bucket, if you can limit the Wizards to 32 points in the paint of the 107 that they scored... That, to me, is more efficient defense. Wizards were plus one in the rebounding margin, 54-53. That, to me, doesn't make a whole lot of difference. The statistics in this game are pretty evenly matched, except for points in the paint and three-point percentage. Those are the biggest differences in the game. What I saw defensively was better rotation when the Wizards were swinging the ball around the perimeter. The Bulls were doing a good job of really zoning to one side or the other and forcing the Wizards into long contested twos. When you're able to limit your opponents to contested jump shots at the end of the shot clock, that means that you are doing a good job of holding off the paint and preventing guys from driving to the basket, which was a huge point of emphasis in the first two games by Trey Young and by a variety of different pacers. A lot of people were questioning the effort, at least in the first couple of games. The effort has been there the last two games. And by the way, the last two-minute report of the Warrior-Bull game also said that the Bulls got screwed and that the Bulls probably should have won that game because the Warriors were not called for a five-second violation that they should have been called for. There were two missed calls on that final shot by Damian Lee. So this is a team that's not good, but they're getting better. The biggest concerns at this point are really a lack of depth from the Bulls because Chicago has not gone more than nine deep into their rotation at this point in the season. We haven't seen Thad Young yet. We only saw seven minutes of Daniel Gafford the other night. We only saw six minutes of Chandler Hutchison. And really, the Bulls only had, in last night's game, five guys that played over 25 minutes. Wendell Carter, 34, Kobe White, 37, Zach Levine, 38, Otto Porter, 29, Garrett Temple, 29. If Laurie Markkinen can't go against the Wizards tomorrow night, I expect to see a lineup of Levine, White, Carter, Williams, and Porter, which means you're going to have to probably go a little bit deeper onto your bench. Do you play a Ryan Archidiakono? Do you play a Denzel Valentine? Do you play a Luke Cornett? Do you see more minutes from Daniel Gafford? Do you see more minutes from Chandler Hutchison? When do we see Thad Young back? I don't think we'll see Thad Young back for quite a while. And, ugh, will you have to play Cristiano Felicio? I sincerely hope that you don't. Encouraging win, to say the least. Bulls looked better in all phases of the game. Now let's see if they can come back against the same opponent tomorrow night and be as efficient if not more, than they were last night. We are all about making progress here. 
If the Bulls are going to be a better team next year than they are this year, you will have to start seeing pieces of the foundation being laid this year. That's it here for the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. Bulls beat the Wizards 115-107. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye from Washington, D.C. This has been a Hoopball presentation. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. If you've made it this far, stick around for a little while longer. Do you like free stuff? Everybody loves free stuff. What's the stuff? The Bruise Letter is back. Oh yes, back and fresh for the 2020-2021 NBA season. Our founder, Aaron Bruski, is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content you cannot find anywhere else. It's not on the website, it's not on any podcast, it's not on social media, it's only in the email newsletter, and you can sign up to get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021. Aaron Bruski, straight to your inbox. And also, folks, we've got to tell you about the Fantasy Pass. Fantasy draft season is over, and you Brewski 150'd your way to a hell of a team. But the season has just begun. The Fantasy Pass is still the best deal in the industry at just $4.99 per month. And now that we're into the regular season, there is zero commitment. Sign up for one month for 5 bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know you'll love it, but it's always nice to have that option. The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updating projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, and our newest and coolest feature, the HoopBall Discord server, where you all can hang out with HoopBall pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. So please do check it out. Head to hoop-ball.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.